0: Hello and welcome to the Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem podcast. Talk about monsters, stories behind them, and the mayhem they cause in the modern day world. Today we are... Oh, my name's Silver. And the co-host is...
1: Chaotically, hello.
0: The creature this time is the Doppelgangers. You know anything specific about the Doppelgangers, Chaotically?
1: I know some basics that I feel like everybody knows, you know, it's it's another walking being, another person in the world that looks like another, you know, that kind of basic thing. I know that they can be paranormal or just the average humans un unrelated twin or it could be a, super creepy. I have a story I'm going to talk about later where it gets super creepy, so I'm excited to see where it goes and what you will know.
0: Yeah, definitely a one we call it a uh double walker, which is what doppelganger means in Germany, is where it was the word was first used by uh john john paul this is John spelled j e a n
1: yeah yeah, that's <laughs> like uh it's a like a French name like john paul
0: uh, in his work with uh Sibinskas in seventeen ninety six i i probably butchered that name of that. I think it was a book.
1: Yeah. Probably. It's, all those names are hard.
0: <laughs> but the... Yeah. Especially if you don't speak the language, which I only speak English, and that's not very well. There's a couple different mythological accounts with doppelgangers as well, as most of them being current. There's a lot of famous people as well that have stories of doppelgangers. And different cultures have different words for doppelganger before doppelganger was a word mostly accounting for evil twins or uh intangible spirits because what i've been finding is doppelgangers are not actually creatures themselves but they're more of a paranormal being more Mm close to the spirits
1: yeah yeah i saw a lot in my research that they can just be called the evil twin so they're just like an entity of matching qualities to yourself or to others, obviously.
0: Yeah, they, uh, that's correct. They usually look exactly identical to uh, either yourself or a friend. It's said that if somebody sees their doppelganger or evil twin, that they are bound for misfortune. Most likely death. That's the most common way. They're like an ill omen as per per sorts. There's been some accounts of doppelgangers trying to communicate with their person they're doppling.
1: Right, like they're they're double.
0: And they're usually trying to lure them into some sort of sinister plot or death. And it's would probably advise not to communicate with a mysterious being that looks just like yourself.
1: It would just, I just had a thought. It would have to be terrifying to just be like, you know, especially like, I mean, it would be terrifying nowadays. But like 18th century, just like look across the way and see yourself staring at yourself across the town. That would have to be terrifying.
0: That would be terrifying. And also, if you think about it, in well, uh, in like 18th century, how many homes had mirrors? How sometimes you wouldn't even know that you've seen yourself unless somebody else told you.
1: That's true. That's, that is a horrifying thought. Wow.
0: So they might have been a lot more doppelgangers back then because of less mirrors.
1: Yeah, they can hide a lot easier. You know, People don't know what they look like and stuff. In social yeah. media nowadays, everybody knows what they look like. So
0: Another thing with doppelgangers is they possess no shadows and they do not cast a reflection.
1: Sketchy sketchy. So
0: that was a way to identify a doppelganger. Some other names for doppelgangers? Ancient Egypt mythology? Uh, well, they're kind of similar to doppelgangers as in they're both intangible spirits. Uh, it's The ancient Egyptians called them Ka, K-A or spirit devil. They have the same memories and feelings as the person whom their counterpart belongs. Then there is the this is going to be a hard word, as it is north norse mythology it's kind of a little bit different but also another double image of them, spirit walker type deal right right the uh bar dodger or vas Varsal, b-a-r-d-o-g-e-r
1: the dagger? uh i don't hang on i was trying to look it up myself uh Vardoger looks like it's how it's pronounced in actual Norse mythology, but it does say the pronunciation is Varsal. So I would imagine, just depending on how native you are to the language, it would be one way or the other.
0: Yeah, but those guys are...
1: uh... Vardoger. Vardoger is how it's pronounced, apparently. I looked it up. But you can also call it a Varsal because it's like a vessel. Because it's like a ghost-like spirit of a person, which was seen doing the actions of a person before they did it. Kind of like reverse deja vu. So like a reflection, basically. But like it's happening as you're doing your thing. It's like a couple seconds behind what you're doing.
0: Is it a couple seconds behind, behind or ahead?
1: Behind. So like, it says it's like reverse deja vu. So like it's... I don't know I guess it could be before like I guess it could be like you know like you see yourself do something and then you do it or even like you you do something and then you see yourself do it again kind of like I guess this just deja vu esque
0: kind of like uh oh there's some of the some animes any type of ability to see the future they see themselves doing something or see somebody doing something before they actually do it it's somebody seeing two of you at once like that probably right
1: right yeah i was thinking like um i don't know if you've watched the newer star wars but um in the newer star wars ray goes down into a cave and there's a mirror there and it's just like endless versions of herself and so she like when she waves or taps it's just like a ton of different of that action so then she gets to the point where she doesn't know if it's the before or after effect of what she's done or if it's happening and she's just repeating the motion so i, I would imagine it kind of be like that
0: that sounds accurate Okay, and there's one... Well, there's two more, uh, different things they call them. One, I'm not really sure if you would be considering Doppelganger-ish, but uh, from the source I've seen, it was just some uh, changelings from the Scottish myth. Okay, okay.
1: That goes with my, my later thing, too, so that's a good one. Continue with that one.
0: It was the people from Orkney Island, Scotland, feared the trowel. The trowels are little fairy-like creatures that would switch their unhealthy baby with a healthy human and they would sometimes they'd call those changelings. I don't know if that would be considered doppelgangerish cuz they're not spirits. That's more of a physical doppelganger. I'd say.
1: Yeah, but doppelgangers are physical too. That's a big that's a big thing in the doppelganger world is like um in Vampire Diaries, which I'm sure you've not watched. Um, there's, like, different doppelgangers of each main character, and it's just, like, an ancestral thing, almost. Like, there's just been a bunch of doppelgangers each century that look just like the reborn doppelgangers, so it could kind of even be, like, a rebirth kind of thing for doppelgangers. I think it's very much able to be a physical thing, but I feel like most cultures believed it to be a spiritual thing.
0: Almost like there's two different categories, really. The main uh, intangible, spiritual like doppelgangers and the changeling physical doppelgangers swapping places because i guess changelings would inevitably die if they're unhealthy trials just like a doppelganger usually dies or their person dies if they're seen changelings are babies and doppelgangers are adult it's
1: this reddit article says changelings are more or less half doppelgangers. Their shape-shifting abilities are far more limited, and they lack telepathy.
0: So not like... So doppelgangers are their own shadowy creatures, and they transform. They're not just uh, a person's own spirit. Some people say that the doppelgangers are their own spirits coming out of them as well. Some vultures.
1: Yeah, it says changelings are... This is from Eberron Wiki. Changelings are a humanoid race who are distantly descended from doppelgangers and share the shape-shifting qualities. Their shape-shifting has led them to be used as spies, assassins, which has in turn led them to be mistrusted amongst people. So, they're like a descendant. I feel like they're like a cousin to the doppelgangers. So, they're definitely in the race, but they're a little different.
0: They're in that same shape-changer bloodline.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, but not quite shapeshifters.
0: Not like Ditto and Pokemon that can just go into anything.
1: Correct, yes.
0: Those were some of the names. There's been some, like you said, depictions of doppelgangers in media. There's uh, a painting from the 1851 or, or 1864. This watercolor was done in called the Doppelganger. Or how they met themselves, which shows two medieval lovers are walking through the woods at twilight when they encounter the doubles who glow supernaturally. The man draws his sword in astonishment while his lover appears to collapse in a deathly spoon. (laughs) Spoon. Not spoon. Spoon. Deathly spoon. There is definitely a lot of stories out there. People seeing their doppelgangers or uh, I only have a couple of them uh, I can tell the stories. Uh, Did you want to tell your story first in case I had it? As well?
1: Um, I'm going to say you probably don't have mine, so please feel free. Um, However, when you mentioned the painting, something did come to mind. Have you ever seen the crazy trending thing where you find your doppelganger painting in a museum?
0: I have not.
1: It is terrifying. There are so many people that look exact to paintings of Renaissance ages, um ages beyond what we can even comprehend and these people look just like the people in the pictures it's
0: insane that is crazy but would i guess that'd be yeah, another form of doppelganger someone who looks just like you
1: mm-hmm, yep and yeah. these paintings i mean like like there's they do a bunch with like um like uh famous stars so like there's a benedict cumberbatch one there's a um like, uh, the the gentleman that plays Tyrion Lannister, there's one that looks just like him. Uh, there's, like, um, normal people that go out and, like, go find, like, uh, I think there was a uh, Prince Henry one, and there's... No, not Prince Henry. Hang on. There is a Vincent Van Gogh one. The Vincent Van Gogh one is terrifying. It's a it's an imagery of Vincent Van Gogh that was painted um, almost, like, with acrylic paints, and a gentleman standing right beside it, and it's eerie. It's very eerie. Like, he could have been descended, descended from... Van Gogh himself, quite literally.
0: Finding people that look like you in paintings is cool. There's a lot of combinations for human genetics, and just to have the same ones come out as someone that's already had them for how you look is crazy. Yeah,
1: it's absolutely insane.
0: We got five examples, I guess you'd call them.
1: Go for it. I want to hear them.
0: The first one, uh, the first example is Abraham Lincoln. He has been reported, recorded, uh, seen his own doppelganger during his first term as president. He, it was said that he was laying down in bed and looked up in his mirror and seen himself or a ghost, or a pale, or a, seen himself, but half his face was pale. Real pale white. And, is uh he got up it disappeared he lay back down in bed it appeared again he ended up telling his wife and his wife told him that that means that he shall make it through his first term as president but he will not make it through his second term as president and as most people know he got shot by john John wilkes booth during his second term as president
1: Wow, I don't think I ever knew
0: that. The other story I have that's a little bit longer is Percy Shelley, who is a poet and also Mary Shelley's husband, the lady who wrote uh, Frankenstein. Okay. So, this story starts out with Percy and Mary, along with uh, Mary's stepsister, I think her name was Claire, Going on vacation. And this just happened. They just all went on. They also had the, the Williams go with them, their friends. And Claire's daughter just died at a. passed away at a. I can't remember what they called it. It was some sort of school, I believe. First, he was on the beach by himself. He looked up and he saw Mary's daughter out in the ocean. That had just passed away. And then a wave crashed over her. And Disappeared.
1: Mmm, creepy.
0: And then, later on, Mary was pregnant with her fifth kid. And just so happened to have another miscarriage. So she miscarried three of her four kids before this one. This time it about killed her. But first he was able to get her into an ice bath to save her life. Unfortunately, her their child did not make it. A couple weeks later... Percy was on the beach again, and he thought Mister Williams, that was with him, was walking up behind him. But it turned out when he turned around, to be the exact copy of himself. He just kept, he looked at him, and the doppelganger Percy just kept on walking by him, didn't say a word, just walked out into the ocean. Uh, wow. Yep. And then later on, after that, uh, the Williams have. Williams and Mary thought they seen Percy walking past them, then walk off the balcony of their place they were staying. And when they went to look, no one was there. And then Percy showed up a couple minutes behind, uh, in the direction his doppelganger just came from.
1: Ooh, how eerie.
0: To conclude the story, kind of, he him and the Williams, I believe, were On this boat, they took out for a a race around the lake and it started to storm real bad. Mm -hmm. And but Percy would not let anybody go into shore during this big storm, and they ended up crashing to some rocks and being found a couple days later. Percy was only recognized by his let some letters in his pocket and his clothing his hands and uh, face have all been eaten by fish and rocks beaten by rocks and such from the storm.
1: Oh my god.
0: The third one, not quite a story being a lot older uh, but it was someone that tried to, tried to defy their doppelganger was a Russian ruler called Catherine the Great. Okay. What the story says, she was in her bed and a couple of her maids, chambermaids, came in, saying they'd just seen her walk into the court where the throne and stuff is. Well, Catherine didn't like that so much, so she got up, went to the courtroom throne, and seen her doppelganger sitting on the throne with her crown. And she just simply ordered her guards to shoot her doppelganger. It doesn't I couldn't find anywhere whether the bullets were effective against it or not, or what exactly happened. But later after that, she suffered a stroke and died.
1: Ooh, scary.
0: Queen Elizabeth I had also seen her own doppelganger shortly before her death. Doppelganger was slain in her bed, ill. Looking ill, sickly. Later on, Queen Elizabeth fell ill and died as well.
1: That's creepy Uh, to think about.
0: That's all for my, I got one more, but it's more of a joke kind of doppelganger. So I'll go ahead, if you want to go ahead with your story.
1: So my story kind of has to do with it being um, modern day mayhem, if that makes sense. Uh, Just so we can just kind of like yeet ourselves into that section, I guess. Um, One of my favorite Stephen King books is called The Outsider. And he has a sub book that he wrote um, in the novel. If it bleeds, it's called. It's actually the If it bleeds story within the five stories of that novel, and it's about what they call the outsider. And more or less, it's a changeling slash doppelganger that takes the identity of others and like completely forms into them over a couple of days time, either by like pricking them and, like, taking their blood or, like, uh, saliva swaps, stuff like that. Like, it can get its DNA and, like, shift and change. And um, without spoilers and stuff, I thought it was neat because in the second book rendition thing, it's it talks about how it can be as severe as killing children or killing people, like setting up people, you know, like innocent people, and then they go to jail for it, which is kind of what happens in the first book. But in the second book, it's in um, like a, like an anchorman or a field agent for a newscaster. And they go to this school that just recently got shot up. And there's lots of tragedy, lots of dead bodies, lots of horrendous things that are going on. You know, families are groveling and, and sobbing. And this changeling slash doppelganger is feeding off of the sorrow. So he is able to change into this monstrosity go in, shoot up the school or whatever, and then he's able to change into his regular newscasting self that everybody thinks is human, chilled, relaxed, whatever, but he's taken the DNA of somebody and become this newscaster, so who knows where this real newscaster went, and is feeding off of that energy from that scene, from that murder scene that he's now live detailing about for the camera. And it was really neat for me to think of like modern-day society-wise how conspiracy theorists or insane it would be if something like that were able to occur, if they were able to feed off of our sorrows and stuff, which makes it even neater when you say, like, the queens and the, the ladies and stuff like that all saw these doppelgangers, you know, just a little bit before their own timely deaths.
0: Yeah, they always seem to appear right before something bad happens, so it would make sense a little bit if they feed off of these the sorrows. And you said... Well, right, and there's, their
1: own. a lot of the folklore say that they're harbingers of death, so yeah. it makes a lot of sense, but yeah, I just thought it was neat. I mean, Stephen King is one of my favorite minds in the entire world anyways, but I just thought it was neat that one of his books that I read kind of fell into the doppelganger changeling area and how neat it is to think that he had written it kind of in a more modern-day society. So, like, whereas we would maybe notice our doppelganger, which there's, like, a ton of sites where you can, like, find your twin that you know, like, that kind of looks like you. But to like see an exact doppelganger, I feel like it'd be very Stephen King esque, where it's like a setup or like a, uh, like an a spooky paranormal thing, just like the like we had talked about at the beginning with it being paranormal or like deja vu or creepy or eerie.
0: Definitely be eerie to see someone just like you with all your memories and be able to answer all the questions exactly right. Yeah, it's very very fancy. This doppelganger, I don't know if it spoils the story, but the doppelganger and the story did he get caught anyway so in this story that you told that was uh, in the doppelganger with the news anchor did he get caught is there a certain way that they were able to tell he was a doppelganger dispose of him that he just kind of fade out disappear Um, without
1: spoilers the news anchor himself does kind of get caught um there's an agent in the story who was there during the first book, who witnessed the first doppelganger of this verse and knew what to look for more or less. But like to the human eye, nobody would have ever known or guessed. The first doppelganger is much creepier. He, um, there's a baseball coach in town. That's very like, you know, he's, he goes to everything. He does all the PTA meetings. He does like the bake sales with his wife. He's very, that's, you know, that's the coach that he, that all the parents trust with their kids. And um, he ends up actually going in and getting taken in for the murder of a kid. Um, One of the kids that was on his baseball team, actually, to be um, clear about it. But he gets framed by this doppelganger. And the doppelganger has it down to his, his fingerprints, his DNA, all over the scene, like everything down to a point. And then by the time this guy is getting dragged into jail and dealt with, the police find, like, um, security footage and stuff of him, like, getting on a train and going. And he was already – he was home. Like, he was accounted for. He was in jail. And they find video of him getting on a train, but his face is, like, slightly drooped, and you can tell that, like, the DNA is not quite there. So, like – eyebrows kind of looked humanoid but like they also kind of looked like jagged like an alien almost or like the fingerprints would start to melt off so he wouldn't have actual like fingerprint lines it would just be the the hands kind of like a glop and the little girl ends up seeing him some point in the story and she calls him the man with no face and she said that his eyes and his his mouth had drooped like he was a broken smiley face and was like melting so it was like he had to, in between, find these other DNAs to be able to shed and move on to the next person.
0: I see. So a doppelganger without his face would be kind of like Slenderman almost. His kind of face would be just kind of blank.
1: Slender yeah, Slenderman are like a very like uh, very spooky Ditto in human form.
0: Yeah, be kind of funny to see like that messed up Ditto with the uh, just the dots for the eyes of a person came in just like that.
1: Oh my God, that'd be terrifying. I mean, it'd be it'd be cool to see, but like, it would be that would be horrifying. Could you imagine?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd be able to stare him in the face. I'd probably no be the eyes.
1: Yeah, those those soulless eyes of the Ditto would be sketchy.
0: And just one more thing before we jump directly into the mayhem. Some scientists believe that. uh... These accounts of doppelgangers and seeing your second self linked to medical conditions as well uh, is why they usually die it's the most common one that I found linked to seeing a doppelganger experiencing out of body experience being know see your own body is uh schizophrenia
1: yeah I mean that's yeah schizophrenia is one of the bigger ones and it almost um pulls me i've never actually like sat and watched the movie lucy but the reason that she becomes like uh like a superhero or like um unobtainable and like is able to access crazy things that she can do is because she opens up a hundred percent of her human mind because we're only supposed to be able to use like almost 50 percent or less of it i think or it's like 70 percent or less of your brain is actually in use and um it would be crazy if people that have like schizophrenia and um Multiple personality disorder and stuff are just accessing greater parts of their mind and able to see the things that we cannot.
0: Yeah, be able to picture themselves outside their own body from a different perspective. My last little kind of makeshift one would be Gengar from Pokemon. He is the doppelganger of Clefable, Clefairy.
1: Right, right, just darker and scarier,
0: <laughs> and a ghost type. That's a. What-
1: that's a good. That's a good. Um... Like, a good note. Like, I don't know how, what I was trying to say. Like, a good obser- observation. Like, that's a really good, like, comparison, I guess.
0: And his name's kind of there, too. Gangar. Ganger. Appleganger.
1: Ooh. That's, that's big thinking. That's big brain.
0: That was my last little thing. We can jump into the mayhem now.
1: Fantastic. Good. We kind of brushed on it. So yeah. that gives us a good opening.
0: I'll let you start this off.
1: Um... I feel like in today's, like in today's modern society, for a go- a doppelganger,
0: <laughs> you got <laughs> me
1: saying gengar now. Um, for a doppelganger, it would be very hard for them to blend and not be noticed because, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. everybody on social media knows what they look like now. You know, people take selfies, we look in mirrors, we do makeup a lot more often. We're doing upkeep and self-care more so than they did in the 18th century. So we know what ourselves look like. However, I don't know that my brain would register seeing myself somewhere else, if that makes
0: sense. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I know I probably wouldn't recognize my own self seeing it. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: especially in a picture. You're like, is that? That kind of looks like me, but I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Especially on social media, There's which a- Photoshop's now a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Photoshop's scary. Um, there's a movie called cam and it's about a a cam girl and she ends up having a, uh, she realizes that there's a bunch of other cam girls that are like, um, getting hurt or going missing or whatever. And so she kind of looks into it. Well, then she has, she starts her own stream one night and it's not her. Like she's, she's at home. She hasn't started her stream or anything, but it's her. And the super messed up thing is once she gets on, she's trying to, she ends up going live from her computer. And she's like, that's not me. And her viewers are like, what's going on? Like, this is stupid. Like, this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. She ends up like doing stuff like smacking her head on her desk or like grabbing a pencil and stabbing her arm. And then the doppelgangers forced to do it as well. So If we thought about like modern day society, like um, streaming or camming or um, just like going live on TikTok, could you imagine going live on TikTok and then going back and realizing that you went live on TikTok again, but it wasn't you? Like modern day society doppelgangers would be terrifying in a lot of different ways than just a spiritual version of yourself
0: across the way. Definitely scary in that way. They could definitely ruin some people's lives, especially. Mm -hmm. with the shape-changing, not just they could kill them indirectly, ruining their lives that way.
1: Right, and that differs the question, too, of some of the older, like the Norse folklore and stuff, do they derive from our spirit, like our souls? So are these, like, fractions of souls that we're seeing, or is it just pure paranormal entities?
0: Yeah, because it That'd be the big question is does everybody have their own doppelganger or is there creature doppelganger nests that they attach to people they choose their own victims food source
1: right like kind of like the stephen king story are they choosing the person or is it just a doppelganger assigned to that person like do some people just get doppelgangers or is it like a doctor jekyll and mr hyde thing like when we go back to the schizophrenia is it just certain people that are that advanced to know that that person exists like do we all have one
0: i think the the first part would be the more mayhem-y to more terrifying where there's creatures mm-hmm. out there lurking in order to feed on sorrow and be in the ill omen of death that they come for you and Near your time. Oh, are they just the ones that get blamed for the death because they're around after they sense your death coming? Right. Like the Norse, like you said, that you have a doppelganger and they're always with you. I don't think that'd be caused too much issue, especially if they're only moving just behind you or just ahead of you enough that you can't notice. But sometimes some people do. I kind of wonders if that's also part of maybe parallel worlds.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a true that's that's true too. You know, just a matter of there's so many different lores for it, which is neat for all of the all of the creatures that we do. But it's just a matter of in in modern day society, if any of those things existed, I don't I this is one of the ones I just don't know how we would react. Because it the thing about doppelgangers is they wouldn't attack all at once. Like you wouldn't see everyone have a doppelganger all at once. It's slow. They only, like, it seems like they only feed or come around when they're, when the, like, the original passenger is ready to die or, like, is getting close to death. So, like, no matter in the lore, it seems to be just about the same. Like, it usually comes around when there's a bigger, scarier, more gruesome event.
0: Yeah, it's not like the, not like the Tarask that we talked about in episode one, where we just send the military out or we can kill it. These things, you don't know if you can kill them. Don't know if the tangible or intangible they're going to be. You don't know when they're going to appear.
1: Yep. Yeah. It'd be, uh, <sighs> that's got to be, it It would just have to be, that's what, one... that's something you have to fight on your own. That's, I, I love learning about par- paranormal creatures and like monsters and stuff, but paranormal monsters and creatures have to be one of the bigger fears of mine because you, you... what do you do? You can't fight them. They're, I mean, like, in the book that I read, they have ways to defeat them, but the the rituals and stuff are so intricate, it's always difficult. So you wouldn't just be able to look at your doppelganger and be like, be gone. Like, that's not how it works. It would have to be something you'd have to fight. It's like a personal demon that you have to figure out. So that one would definitely be a more uh, chaos-inducing one. I would like to hear viewers' thoughts if they ever wanted to put them out there, maybe on our Twitters or something on what they would do if a doppelganger showed up because I know me as like a as a like a Twitch streamer, which I'm sure you can relate to, if I like saw that somebody that was me went live and it wasn't me, I'd have like a heart attack.
0: Yeah, that's I wouldn't have no clue what to do.
1: Right. Like what's your first and what's your initial what's your comeback? Like what are you gonna do? How do you like that's insane.
0: There'd be no way really to to try and find some way to credit at that show people that it's not you like the person your story did or yeah
1: right right and the the sad thing was you know with like most doppelganger stories they didn't realize it was a doppelganger until you know it's either too late or stuff is happening already and i feel like that's that's just how doppelgangers work you would never know like if i were just to stop by your house and knock on your door and be like hey matt what's up we have a full-fledged conversation you call me later and you're like hey like did you get home okay And if i was like i never left yeah, that's true. Because
0: do? doppelgangers cannot just be yourselves; they can be your friends. Yeah, they can be people you know.
1: Yeah, no I just clue. pop up and I'm like, "What's up? Like, how are you doing?" We just have like a whole full fledged conversation. And you call me and you're like, "Hey, did you get home okay?" And I'm I I straight deadpan and just I never left my house. What are you gonna do? What's your initial reaction? Like, then the next time I come over, you're gonna be like, "I don't know about this.
0: <laughs> I don't know who you are." That, that brings up a good question of mine that or. I just thought of here in a moment. If doppelgangers copy you exactly, and it's the modern day world, cell phones, they copy your cell phones? Do they take your messages?
1: I mean, in that movie cam that I watched, it took her entire streaming. And it wasn't even on her computer. It was her in her room and her stuff with her computer, but it wasn't.
0: Well, if I were to text you and your doppelganger standing in front of me, will your doppelganger get that text message as well as you
1: I mean, for mirror sake, like if doppelgangers really are mirror versions, then it it probably would. However, yeah. you'd probably piss it off. You'd probably find out pretty quick that it's a doppelganger.
0: Yeah, yes, that's true. I wonder if they could be captured on film because they have no reflection or shadow, but would film I, capture them? Well, I guess I if mean, some yeah, doppelgangers that in pictures,
1: well, that in pictures, paintings, like you're able to capture them, but. I don't think – I think that – okay, so this is a conspiracy theorist thing. I'm sorry, guys, if nobody's conspiracy – like, don't don't think I'm crazy here. There's a video that goes around of Beyonce, okay, and she's performing, and when she performs, she does, like, her hair flips and her dances, which are crazy, and we all know that video lags and there's always crazy stuff that happens. It's not always just, like, a paranormal experience, but – there's a video of her where she flips her hair up during one of the halftime shows that she does, and when she flips her hair up, I guess the best description I can give is – did you ever watch Scooby-Doo Unleashed, like the, the real-life Scooby-Doo where they actually had the actors? Yeah. Do you remember what they looked like when the monsters were underneath their mask, and they were just, like, pretending to be the humans?
0: Uh, a little bit.
1: That's what she looked like. Like, her eyes were hollowed out, and her mouth was a little bigger than it should have been, and it looked like there was a mask, and it wasn't quite her – and that's a that's a viral video that goes around. So there's always contemplative questions of is there actual, you know, like can – if when we catch them on film, is it just little bitty glitches that we have? And then people are like, oh, it's just a glitch. Is it though? Like I guess if we can catch it on film, I feel like that would kind of be what it would be like. So if you took a picture of one, it kind of looked like it was misplaced or like disembodied and they'd just be like, oh, the the picture just moved or the camera moved, you know, that kind of thing. But I feel like it would – you would still – Like little glints. Like even if it was just like a little piece of like flesh behind the ear that you thought was like maybe it looked like it had been in like an incision or something. I feel like there would be telltales. We would just have to know what to look for.
0: Most people don't. Should be the scary part.
1: Well, like and you said it was friends. Like if you come knock on my door, I'm not going to like check behind your ears for shit. Like I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? Like how's how are things going? Like I'm just going to talk to you. You don't think about that kind of thing.
0: I'm not sure how we end this part.
1: I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot. uh, It's an open contemplation. It's very, it could be very intense.
0: Paranormal. I think most of our paranormal episodes are going to probably be open ended. Yeah. And
1: I feel like, no, but I feel like that's a good way for viewers to come find our. um, Maybe we should make a Discord or something. Yeah. Like a podcast Discord. I'd like that.
0: It'd be fun. We can post our show notes and stuff in it.
1: Yeah, and then we can have the, like, like people, like, our listeners come in and tell us, hey, what would, you know, what's your thoughts? And then we could do, like, revisits, you know, like, down the line when we've had some episodes, we could always come back and be like, hey, remember when we talked about doppelgangers? Like, we're going to talk about some of your guys' ideas and, like, you know, that kind of thing. Because I'd really like to know what people would do because, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think twice if some of my really close friends walked up to the door and were just like, hey, what's up? Like, you want to hang out, do whatever? Like, I, I really wouldn't think twice. It wouldn't be until after they left and I got a hold of them and they were like, I was, it wasn't me that it would hit me, you know? So that would be scary in a lot of ways. And then after that, what do you do? You don't know what to do. Like, you can't just be like, oh, my God, was that you? Like, you can't text the doppelganger and be like, why would you do that to me? Because it's going to be your friend. Your friend's like, well, it wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. And then what happens if that friend shows up again? How do you know if it's doppelganger or not? It'd be sketchy. It'd be sketchy.
0: Shine a bright light at him, See if yeah, they have a shadow. if it hisses.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though. because Well, I mean, or a shadow. I was going to say, I might hiss anyways, so
0: don't shine bright lights at me. But Unless it's part changeling, then you never know. It could have a shadow. Mm-hmm. It could It could have a shadow. Could. could not have a reflection. It's really, there's no good way to tell.
1: Every time a friend walks through the door, I'm going to be like, look at this mirror. Look in the side of this <laughs> mirror. I wonder if... They're like vampires because they have no reflection and stuff. I wonder if we have to invite them in. That'd be interesting.
0: Well, like some... they're like,
1: hey, can I come in? And you're like, no. And they're just like, what do you mean? And then they couldn't come in. That that'd be way to know.
0: Yeah, the stories they had that they, yeah, they were mostly outside. Besides, well, besides the queens and stuff that saw them laying in their beds and stuff. And Abraham Lincoln saw his in the mirror.
1: Yeah. Uh, see, but how did that happen? They don't have reflections.
0: Maybe he was actually in the mirror. Yeah, there's...
1: Yeah. Well, there's a big... um, It's a... uh, It's kind of like a... um, Oh, what am I trying to say? Like a uh, myth about mirror demons. Because, like, there's a big conspiracy that you can go and look in the mirror. And if you look long enough, you won't see yourself. So who knows maybe there's like a whole like you said earlier maybe there's like a whole mirror side of things where the doppelgangers exist that we don't even know about and some of them just slip through
0: true that sounds like a topic for another day with mirror monsters
1: mirror monsters fantastic but yeah i feel like i feel like there's a there's a lot of open-ended room so i'd like to hear viewers take on it because i as personally i feel like i wouldn't know until after the doppelganger left and then i wouldn't know what to do after that
0: I also probably wouldn't really know what to do. I probably also wouldn't even notice after they left, and I texted people because I, I myself has have a bad memory of talking with people.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> so, I feel like if I feel like if like your friend was there, like like if say your really good friend James stopped by and was like having a full conversation with you, and you messaged him and was like, "Hey, do you remember like when we did blah blah blah?" and he was like, "No, like I never even left my house." You would be like, "Uh, okay." Like, I feel like you would still notice to an extent with something like that. You know, it'd be super creepy if like your friends made like a a day in time to like visit you and you were like, hey, I'm going to come hang out on like Friday and like we'll watch a movie or whatever. And then Friday hits and you're sitting there watching the movie with your friend and then your friend texts and says that they can't make it.
0: Yeah, that would be super creepy. I'd have to ask the, I'd probably ask the doppelganger, did you just text me? That probably wouldn't oh end God. very well. You're
1: gonna die, Matthew. You'd be that person that dies in the uh, horror yeah, movie. Yeah, that would happen. uh no. Yeah, it's rough. I don't know what I would do. It's definitely one of those ones that is just like there's so many possibilities and so many outcomes. I think the social world would respond with panic if like there ever was like a mass uprising of doppelgangers for sure. I think a good reference is a Jordan Peele movie. Where there's, like, a whole entity of doppelgangers that live underneath the earth. And then, like, they come up and, like, try to destroy the normal people versus the doppelgangers. Like, I feel like if there was ever an apocalyptic situation like that, it'd be very similar where we would just, like, have to fight back individually.
0: Rise of the Molman doppelgangers.
1: Rise of the BS. I'm done. I'm out. I'd be leaving. I don't know where I'd go. But I'd be gone.
0: they'd move up, we'd move down.
1: Whoop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just, I'm going to go to the cave. I'll see you guys later. I'll be there. Y'all let me know when it's over.
0: Yeah, doppelganger tell another person's doppelganger.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, in the Jordan Peele movie, they could. They all oh. knew which ones were the doppelgangers and which ones weren't. Because, like, the most times the doppelgangers, outside of my Stephen King story, aren't, like, coherent. Like, they don't know English. They don't know to write or read. They just kind of exist. But then there's, like, obviously, like, the more modern day stories of them they they've adapted so i don't know it could go one way or the other
0: yeah like you said these are so many open-ended questions we'd love to hear what you viewers have to say comment uh we'll see if we can make a discord for the podcast and message us on either of our twitters or twitches even the, yeah all yeah, that should be by in our the, streams most of those should be in the description and below on the podcast episode as well. Uh,
1: yeah, stop by our streams and freak us out. Tell us what you'd do if you were a doppelganger. If you come on acting like a doppelganger, though, I might have to yeet you, so don't do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it for Monsters, Miss, and Mayhem. Um, no doppelgangers were speaking to you here today, <laughs> thankfully. Um, if you guys would like, please make sure you follow, rate, share. We're going to start releasing every Monday, so make sure you guys watch for next Monday. Um, below in our description we're going to have all of the sources that silver is amazing and looks into every week and make sure you guys can see what we were talking about we will also have a new discord link in there by then so please go ahead and hit that invite button and join in so that you can give us reviews rates speak to us give us some advice maybe even tell us your doppelganger story or what you would do against it hopefully none of you have a doppelganger story because that's terrifying Um, however we will be back next monday and we hope to see you then (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.